Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this football season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports, including MLB, boxing, golf, and my personal favorite, MMA. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space. I'm recording a little earlier this week because of some stuff I have going on later in the week. Uh, I am, as per usual, joined by my furry co-hosts, Slade and Onyx, are on guard duty in the next room. So just be aware of any rustling you might hear. As always, I'm back with a little bit of food for thought, uh, a mindset that I think will be very, very powerful for you guys. I want to let you know straight out that um, I've already set up the recap podcast for uh, this past Flex Fights, Flex Fight 17. Uh, TJ and I will be doing that shortly, and it will be in your feeds very, very shortly. Make sure you are subscribed both on Spotify and YouTube or anywhere else you find podcasts for that matter to make sure that you don't miss an episode. But without further ado, let's get into today's mindset. So I was reading a book recently. And it was all about self-improvement and it was all about, uh, you know, like a martial arts mindset and, and, and that kind of stuff and, you know, attitudes for teaching and that kind of stuff. It was a pretty good book. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff that uh, things like that for me are always valuable because sometimes you're reminded of something that you forgot. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. I knew to do that, but I just I, I didn't remember it in that way or I hadn't put it to words. And one such thing that was that spoke to me in the book is something, a way that I always strive to be, but I had never actually put words to it before. And when I read the words that were put to it, I was like, well, yeah, that's just what you do. And um, that's where I want to go today. Just a a simple idea that I think was was very, it's very valuable to me. It's kind of how I live my life. um, And it's kind of how I run my, my school and my business and everything. And I think it's a great mindset for everybody to apply to everything. And the mindset is, is a very simple thing. It's a very simple saying that I think is super valuable. And this super simple saying is always happy, never satisfied. Once again, always happy, never satisfied. So let's start with the always happy part. I One would have to admit that I, uh, when it comes to what I do for a living, and when it comes to the fact that I own a martial arts school. I, I teach people martial arts all day, every day. And even, you know, my fun little side project, which is you know, side projects, which are this podcast and flex fights. Like these are things that I spend uh, in total, probably about six hours a month on, maybe maybe as many as 12 hours a month on. 
let's highball, let's say it's 12 hours a month. That's less than 10% of a week, right? But still, all, all of them encompass what I love, what I love to do, and what I think is kind of central to my universe, which is martial arts. So, of course, I'm always happy about what I do for a living. I, I like I love it. There's no other way to put it. There's no way to there's no way for me to wrap my head around it otherwise. So So to continue that thought, slave on protective mode right there. Someone dared to walk down our block at <laughs> So uh as I was saying, um I always love what I do, right? I get to I get to do martial arts all day, every single day. Everything I do revolves around martial arts, whether it's commentary, podcasting, anything. So it's hard for me to not always be happy. And, you know, no matter what happens, even if I have the worst day possible, even if I deal with the greatest, the most pain in the neck parents that exist, even if that's what happens on my day that day, I'm still driving away. And in my rearview mirror is still a martial arts school that I own and I run. And there's something so rewarding about that that's that that keeps me so happy that i get to do what i absolutely love every single day and you know i have i, I draw real happiness from what i do in terms of teaching people and mentoring them and helping them find the best versions of themselves and so forth but i would be lying if i said that i think i'm the best instructor i i i will ever be I think that's a foolish mindset, as a matter of fact. And, you know, I had a great conversation just recently with another Tiger Shulman's instructor, Sensei Mike Marchand from our Colmar school. And, um, you know, <laughs> we were talking about this in a very similar way. I just, I, I'm remembering the look on his face when he was saying some of the things that he was saying about like the other instructors in his school and so forth and talking about, hey, listen, they're great. They're all really, really good instructors. And right now, they are the best one to be teaching this class. Are they better? And like he got almost a little um, indignant, for lack of a better word, because he's a man who spins a lot of plates. You know, he has a hand in many other Tiger Shulman schools besides the one that is is his home school. Um, you know, on top of that, he does a, a bunch of other things, has a family, all of these things. So he's like, you know, I may not always be the best person to teach the class at that moment because of everything else that I have going on. But nobody's better than kids at me. You know, he got a little indignant about it, but by the same token, he goes, he goes, and I get better every time. I get better all the time. And I'm like, and that's the mindset that that I strive to have. You know, people ask me recently. I was talking with Flex Fights at uh, one, with one of the staff, one of the gentlemen who does social media for us, uh, John Matos. Uh, and he was talking, we were talking about um, the Murph challenge that I did, and then the dog walk challenge, which I turned into a dog run challenge that I did. And I was talking about why I do these things. And the reason that I do these things is not because I'm better than anybody else, or I'm stronger, or I'm faster, or any of that stuff. It's exactly the opposite, as a matter of fact. I don't like to be satisfied with where I am. I think that that mindset can be crippling to people. Satisfaction is a killer. And I'm going to reference a story I've told before a little later about this idea. But I think, I think among the worst things a person can be in their life is completely satisfied. That doesn't mean that 
things aren't good and we can't be happy with them. Listen, I'm very satisfied with, with who I chose to marry. But that doesn't mean that I don't work on that relationship all the time. Not that it's all this crazy work, but it means I still put effort into it. That I still do what I do to show her that I care. That I still take care of things. And it's life is not a noun. Life is a verb. right? Life is something we do through action. So if we're happy and we, we cling to happy, and we cling to and we, we equate happy and satisfied and we make them the same thing, then what happens is we don't constantly get better. Instead, we stay the same. And I want you to imagine, just, just think about this for a second. Whatever age you are right now, were you the same person 10 years ago? No, of course you weren't the same person 10 years ago. I wasn't the same person 10 years ago. Of course not. I can't say that I was. You know, have my morals changed? No, of course. Have the deep-seated parts of my character changed? No, because th that's like, that's the roots from the branch that everything else grows out of. But there's so much about me that's different than it was 10 years ago. And I think the same is true for every human being, because as happy as we are with everything in life, we don't sit around satisfied. We don't sit around and imagine that this is as good as it's ever going to get, because of course, it's going to continue to get better so long as we work on it. And that's where the differentiation between happy and satisfied ha has to play a part. Because if we're always, if we're always happy, good, we're doing the right things. It means we're drawing joy. We're seeing, we're seeing our effort pay off. We're seeing the goodness that we're putting out into the world one way or the other. You know, whether it be in, in my world where I can directly see, you know, what I do and how it's helping people, or even to take something else from my world, like recently in my school, we did a, a clothing drive. I'm not going to see those people wearing those clothes. That's not going to happen. But instead, what's going to happen is I get to see the look on the face of the people when I drop off clothes and they're like, thanks. And they're like, oh, that, that's just the beginning. And then I keep coming back from my truck over and over and over again with more things. And just to see the look on their face at the end, as the community that is my school, the beautiful family that is my school, the way that it basically helped to do like half of their charity for this coming December. That was such a beautiful moment. That was such a beautiful moment. Of course, I got to see not directly the good I put in the world, but indirectly, I got to see the good that I put in the world. You know, I helped to cultivate, uh, many people would say I created the environment at school and I, I, I can't take I can't take responsibility for that a hundred percent. You know, I, all I did was create a positive place that people like to be and it attracted the right people who attracted more of the right people who attracted more of the right people. Um, and then I had an idea for a clothing drive and then all those right people helped to make it very, very successful. So anyway, I digress. Um, you know, seeing the goodness you put out in the world reflect back into you, that's a very, very powerful thing. And quite often, happiness is simple, simply a reflection of the positivity we put out in the world. You know, we're happy when the positive things, we see our stuff paying off. But satisfaction can be dangerous. And I'm going to get into that just in just a moment. After this word from our sponsor, I want to take a few moments to talk to you guys about Magic Mind. So 
as you guys are well aware, especially if you follow me on social media, I am taking part in my 14 days of magic challenge, which essentially, again, just to, to reiterate, it's 14 days to be a better version of you, to work on things. Like I mentioned to you guys, one of the things that I'm working on tremendously during this time is to be a better, uh, is to work on having a better work-life balance. Um, additionally, just as always, I try, like we talked about, I'm never satisfied. So I'm always trying to be a better person. This kind of goes hand in hand. So again, the purpose of the challenge is very simple. You're challenging yourself to be your best self for 14 days. We'll also help you to save the Amazon rainforest in the process. So you can contribute to saving the rainforest just by posting content with the hashtag 14 days of magic on Instagram, on TikTok, on TikTok, excuse me. Um, so I've started taking my magic mind along with the 14 days of, of magic challenge. Um, I'm sure you guys know it is uh, the world's first, uh, it's, it's a wonderful way to start your day. Uh, it's an energy, it's a little energy shot about the size of a five hour energy, but way, way healthier. Uh, 12 active ingredients can be taken right alongside if we're in place of your morning coffee. But the one thing I always notice is how much more my mind seems to be awake while I'm taking magic mind. I see things from different angles and different perspectives, and I see things in a much more co uh, complex way. So as always, you guys can get your own magic mind. The way you're going to do that, a little different than normal, you're going to go to magicmind.co slash 14 days of magic. You're going to use my discount code, which is sensei14. You'll get 20% off. Then I want you to, on social media, post things with hashtag 14 days of magic on YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok. Um, also, Every time that that, pod, that that hashtag appears on social media, it only helps the Amazon because Magic Mind is going to donate $10 for every 10,000 times that appears on social media. So get that hashtag trending for me. Again, you're going to go to magicmind.co slash 14 days of magic where you can find more info on the campaign. Don't forget to order your, your Magic Mind yourself. Use my code at the checkout, which again is Sensei14 to get your 20% off of your first Magic Mind subscription. Once again, magic mind, do more, stress less. So back to the idea of how satisfaction can be a killer. So where, where satisfaction becomes a problem is when we stop trying to better ourselves. I've talked about this story before, but it seems very appropriate to bring up for today's message. And it's, uh, if you guys have ever heard of the actor Terry Crews, you, if you haven't heard of him, you definitely know who I'm talking about. Uh, he, he's a bald-headed African-American gentleman, uh, goatee, jacked. <laughs> and he was in the movie White Chicks. He's uh, right now he's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's one of those guys that's like a bit player. Like, you know him. You've seen him. You know his face. He may just not know his name. Again, Terry Crews. And Terry Crews lived a very, very interesting life and has a very interesting story. And... Um, he lived in Flint, Michigan, which we all know, Flint, Michigan. Um, what we may not know is that used to be the home of the of the American motor companies. Like that's where American cars were made. We often think of Detroit Motor City. We're just a couple towns off. So Flint, Michigan was the part of the of the American car movement. That's where it was, all right there. And you walked out of high school as a man. You crossed the street, you walked into one of the factories, you got a job, you sat in the same spot on the uh, on the assembly line until you retired 40 years later. At the end of every week, you'd take your paycheck and either you go to the bar or you go home and you just had this nice steady job that paid you enough to live a pretty decent life. Um, your kids were taken care of, you had benefits, you had all the stuff that you needed. 
but you never really grew. And when, right as Terry Crews was graduating high school, the American uh, automotive experience, <laughs> the whole car industry in the country was like, <laughs> and just exploded. So uh, he now realized that this was no longer an option for him. So he needed a way out. And for him, it was a dream, a dream of being a professional athlete. And, he said, and this quote particularly is what I think really goes along with what we're talking about today, which is simply the idea of the fact that uh, what is the greatest enemy of all of our dreams, all of our aspirations, all the things we strive to be? It's simple, a nice steady job. Because it's really hard to risk that nice steady job to go after what's better, to go after our dreams. And I certainly agree with that. A hundred percent, that makes sense. Now, where people get it wrong is they think that being satisfied or being happy and satisfied or being satisfied with what you're doing at the moment is different than, than is rather the same, I should say, as not striving to be better. And I disagree. Listen, I can be very satisfied with a class I taught in that moment. But when I walk away, my first thought is, that was a great class. How can I make it better? But that's, to me, that's what makes a person relentlessly improve. That's the thing. Martial artists are relentlessly self-improving. No matter how good their performance is, no matter how well they've done, as happy as they are, they're always thinking about the next thing. I promoted a young lady in my school um, the other day to, to a fairly high rank in the school. And she's been with me for, for a number of years. And as I was promoting her to that class, I was talking to her about the prospect of her being a black belt one day. And that belt is not many belts off from where she is now. It's only about five more belts away, to be honest. Um, but she's got the character and the skill and all the other things that I think will make her an amazing black belt. But I know that's how she was thinking. I know her well enough because she's been with me for so many years that as I was tying that belt around her waist, I know what she was picturing in the back of her mind was not just this moment, but that moment in the future when I get to tie that black belt around her waist. And that's the mindset of someone who is always going to strive to get better. She's happy she got that belt, don't get me wrong, but she's not satisfied. She's going to continue to try to get better because that's what we do in life. Listen, just because you have an amazing job that you may not love, but you like, and it's enough to keep you happy and you're making a great living, that doesn't mean that you can't work on those other things that you want to do, those other projects that you have, those other passion projects. Listen, everybody who does martial arts at my school, they don't live martial arts. They're not like waking up in the morning and spending their entire day around martial arts. Sure, I do, but that's a little different. I, those people are working on a passion project. They're working on themselves. They're working on a skill. And they're doing it outside of their working hours. One of my students said this to me recently when she was adding another class uh, to her schedule. She was saying, you know, when it comes to this, she goes, I don't even give a thought to the cost because this, this is worth everything. She goes, I'm working on me. And, I, and to me, I was like, yeah, there's someone who gets it. There's someone who really gets it. She's working on her. And that's what people who have the right mindset always do, is they're always working on them. They're always thinking about getting a little bit better. They're happy with where they are, don't get me wrong, but they're never satisfied. The people who are the best in every aspect of, your, of life, think about it, the most successful people you can think of, right? We can think of someone who we can all think of as a genius, Elon Musk, right? We look at Elon Musk 
and we think about all the things he's created and designed in his life, and we're all so impressed. And if we got one of those things in our life, we'd be happy. But because he's a genius like he is, he's not satisfied. Do you think he wants the next version of the Model S that comes out to have the exact same range, the exact same batteries, the exact same technology? No. he's As soon as the first one came off of the, the assembly line, I guarantee you, he was thinking about, all right, how can I make this better? How can I accomplish more range? This is a problem. How do I fix this? This is a problem. How do I fix this? What do I do to make this experience better? That's what he does because he's an intelligent person, because he's a person who's never satisfied. Now, I don't want you to take this idea and go through your life and run ripshod through your life and think about all the things you're going to do completely differently. Instead of thinking about how you're going to do things differently, think about how you're going to improve things. Think about how you're going to make things better. There are many areas of your life where I am sure that you are happy. Your home, your relationships, your, your job, all of these things. And just because you're happy doing them, it's not a bad thing. Happiness is temporary. Satisfaction is long-term. So what I want you to do is I want you to think this week about those things and what effort you can put in to make those things better. I mean, even look at how I handle this podcast. It was different. When If you go back to episode one, it's much different than it is now. I only started doing video a few months ago because I wanted to make things better. And that's the, mi that's the mindset we need as people in order to continually get better, to find out what we're really capable of, to make things what they can, what they really can be. I mean, think about it. Think about every aspect of our life. If you told me 20 years ago, I have something in my pocket that I could walk around and I can run my entire business on this one thing in my pocket. And at the same time, I can get all of the world's knowledge. I can be watching a show on TV and know an actor or actress from somewhere. I can find out where I know them from, what their name is, what else they've been in. I can find out their birthday and everything else. I can find out how much that house down the block sold for a few months ago. I can find that out. I, I have all this right in, in the palm of my hand, essentially. Um, whereas 20 years ago, I needed to go to like a whole big desktop in order to do it. Why? Because we're never satisfied. That's a good thing. Happy is good. Satisfied is better. But satisfied is long-term. Satisfied is big picture. Satisfied satisfied is good when we've earned it. But remember, when we stick on satisfied and we leave ourselves at satisfied and we think that's, you know, like, okay, good enough. That good enough, that's the problem right there. Instead, I want you to think never about good enough, but always about how can I make it better? Because I guarantee you, if you look, you'll always find a way. And when you step back and you look at it, Think of the pride that you'll feel from how much better you made the thing in that moment. And then you'll automatically start thinking about, what can I do next? Which is a great mindset because we always want to have a next step. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. You can find me on Facebook. I'm sensei james leonelli. You can find out more about my school online at t tsksmithtown.com. Right up here. Right up there. Right. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore Smithtown. 
Uh, you can find out more about the podcast. The podcast is on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. There, there again. Uh, you can find everywhere I am on the internet on my link tree. I was getting excited. Boom. Link tree. Link tr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. Uh, once again, be on the lookout for that podcast coming out, recapping Flex Fights 11. And as always, guys, make sure that you guys subscribe. Get your new episodes every Wednesday. Leave a rate and review. It just helps. But most importantly, guys, share the podcast. That friend who you know that needs this mindset, share it with them. Other than that, my friends, until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.